What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener. And today we're going to get straight to it, all right? Today we're talking about the difference between directly seeding your crops or growing from transplanted crops, why you would choose one way over another, and which plants go into which category. So first off, let's just talk about what do people mean when they say directly seeding your crop? And by that, they mean from day one, when you plant your seed, you are planting it in its final growing place, in its final home. All right. So anytime you have a raised bed, in-ground bed or a container, you drop a seed directly in and you let it grow. You have just directly seeded your crop, whatever it may be. So why would we directly seed crops? Well, one It saves you money because you don't have to go through the entire process of growing out your transplants and you don't have to go and buy the transplants from the store. Also, you want to directly seed a lot of your crops that have a quick turnaround time. So things like your radishes and some of your beets as well. Also, you want to directly seed your root crops. And if we think about that, it makes a lot of sense, right? With things like tomatoes or squash, we're not eating the root of the plant. We're eating the fruit that it produces. Therefore, I can understand why those plants, you know, they have no problem or no trouble being transplanted. But for things like our carrots, our radishes, our beets, even our turnips, you know, the root is what we are actually eating. So anytime we are disturbing it, I could see that those crops would not like that. That makes sense to me. Okay, so now let's talk about what plants or which plants are we actually directly seeding into our garden. Now, we're going to directly seed things like your beans. I will say anything with a large seed. So to me, that's your beans, your peas your melons, uh, your cucumbers, your squash, all right? Also, we are directly seeding all of our root crops, like I just mentioned, your carrots, your radishes, your turnips, your beets, anything like that. Also, we are directly seeding our lettuce and our kale, but there's like asterisks with those, right? Because it depends on which season we are planting in, And it also depends on if we are worried about secession planting or not. Okay. Now, how do you go about directly seeding your bed or directly seeding? Well, it's as simple as taking your rake, your hand tool, your cultivator and raking the top inch or so of soil, making it to where you're able to move it around. And then you're just going to come back and drop your seeds into the bed. So depending on what you're planting, you'll need to pay attention to things like spacing. But it's just a process of moving some soil, dropping the seed, covering it and watering it. Now, a tip is to make sure that you keep the bed moist or the container, raised bed, in-ground bed, whatever it is. Wherever you plant the seed, keep it moist. So. If you're in the springtime or the summertime, you may have to go out and water that bed once or twice a day. 
If you're in the fall or the winter time, you can get away with, you know, a few days, a couple days in between each one of your waterings. Okay, so keep that in mind whenever you are directly seeding a bed. All right. Now we're going to talk about transplants, growing from transplants, what that means and why you would do it. So when people say growing from transplants, just think about you're growing from baby plants that you are moving into your garden. Okay, so you start the seeds somewhere other than their final growing space. And when they reach the ideal height or size, you will move them into your garden. So why would we mess with why we grow with transplants anyway? Well, transplants help whenever you have a short, shorter growing season, a shorter growing window, and you need to make sure you get your plants in the garden at the ideal time. So if you think about things like tomatoes, right, here in Houston especially, we have a short spring tomato season, okay? You have to get your tomatoes in the ground by February. If you wait much longer, you will not have the harvest that you are looking for. And that's because our summertime temperatures are entirely too high for tomatoes to even be producing. So you're going to use transplants whenever you're trying to get a jump start on a growing season. Going to use transplants whenever you are growing something that seems to get bothered by the pest often. Okay, so for me, things like cabbage, kale during specific times of the year. These are all things. Oh, and kohlrabi, broccoli. These are all things that get attacked by pest the day I put them out in my garden. So it is easier for me to grow these from transplants because that way I'm able to see any pest damage that might occur to the plant and really kind of take care of that from day one. Now, if I were to direct seed a lot of these crops and I had the same pest problem, that pest could probably wipe out my entire garden before I have a chance to catch it. Okay. And another reason why I would use transplants in the garden is if I am worried about secession planting. And secession planting is just kind of following a schedule and planting on a schedule so that when one crop is finished, the next is ready to be harvested. So I would normally start, let's take lettuce, for example. In the fall time, my first lettuce crop that I put in, it's usually transplants. And then a week or two after I plant those transplants, I come back with lettuce seeds and plant those behind, behind in a row next to the initial starts. Now, once I've made my way and harvested the initial starts, I will be able to then work to the next row of seeds that I just planted. Right. They will have already reached the proper height and I'm able to harvest them then. So which plants are we growing from transplants or transplanting into our garden? These are things like celery, eggplant, collard greens, broccoli, cauliflower, peppers, onions, scallions. These are all things that I transplant into my garden. Now, I don't know, man. One of the things that kind of bothers me about transplants is how much they cost at your local nursery, right? So that's one reason why I'm a big fan of directly seeding a lot of things that I'm able to. 
But I will say that transplants are great for any new gardeners getting into gardening, right? They make it a lot easier because directly seeding, you know, sometimes for new gardeners, if you don't know what to pay attention to, you could lose your entire crop. And I think just growing from transplants makes the entire process of gardening a lot easier. And it also kind of, you know, could keep you motivated. If you have a successful crop the first time, you're more inclined to continue gardening versus you try to directly seed something and maybe it's the wrong time of year and it just doesn't grow well. You have a bad experience and now you just don't want to garden anymore. So we don't want that. You know, the goal here is to make everybody want to garden or enjoy gardening at least. So I think that's basically it. That's it. Now you know what direct seeding is. You know what transplanting is. You know which crops go in which category. If you found this informative, you know what to do. Like, share, subscribe. Until next time, just do what the shirt says and just grow it. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And if you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview Send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email, igrow at Big City Gardener. And check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms, Big City Gardener. We out. Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it.